everybody. It's Sunday. And it's the first Sunday that of the show that when Hope and I walk out, <laughs> it's actually going to be bright. Yes. We are less late in the morning and more nights in the evening. So it starts. <laughs> and what is it? Like in June, the sun sets at like quarter to ten. And uh, in the morning or in the evening, yeah, right. Sunsets in the morning, but anyway. Uh, so is but so we got I don't know how many hours of daylight. So, yeah, uh, this morning it was pretty kind of like uh, oh no, I want it to be light in the morning and at night, I, but it doesn't work that way. So anyway, so hopefully your week is going good and you know the life is treating you right and you're enjoying the nice weather that we had this week. And yesterday would have been nice except for it was a little bit breezy, <laughs> so it didn't feel as nice as it. Uh, was supposed to be but we we muddled through it had some private classes and it was nice when we went outside and you stood in the sun it was really really nice so anyway today what we want to talk about we're going to talk about we didn't get to last week is barking dogs dogs that bark at you dogs that bark out the window dogs that bark outside and so we're going to talk about barking and then getting a dog for kids let's talk about that and another thing that i want to talk about and get to is Okay, uh, you're thinking about getting to have a baby, and uh, now should I get a puppy and then have the baby? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm just found out I'm pregnant, and I, oh geez, why don't I get a puppy? Uh, let's talk talk about that also. And then uh, uh, we had I don't know did hope did you had uh, the other day? Did you have any thunder rumors at your house? No. The other day? Oh, we had thunder boobers in Hugo. Oh. You know, it wasn't like a major thunder yeah. boober, but it was enough to send Gilligan into alert. Oh, really? Kind of like, hello, I heard it. I know I, mean, I heard I it. I heard people <laughs> comment about it, but I was like, I didn't think it was like that loud where I live. Yep. So we're going to talk a little about thunder boomer in season is right here. And so what are some things that you can do to help your dog uh, through the thunder boomers? Uh <laughs> Fourth uh, of July doesn't count. Uh, well, Fourth Fourth of July basically is hide your dog in the deepest culvert possible that will buffer him from all the noise that are out there. But anyway, uh, but yeah, but just thunder boomers and such things, things that you can do to help. We'll, we'll talk about that. And then the Soresto uh, flea tick collars we need to discuss. There has been 1,700 deaths and 75,000 incidences with the Soresto, S-E-R-E-S-T-O, flea tick collars. And uh, that told, and then you're ready for this. Thousands of reports, including humans, harm. Really? Using the Soresto collar. Oh, wow. Yes. You know me? All natural. No right. chemicals in or on my dogs. And so that's why if you're using the Soresto collars, please, folks, walk right over, get it off. And put it in the trash, all right? Don't wait. Well, my dog seems to be just fine. He's had it on. You know, I read, and this is anytime you give him meds or anything, Google the med to see what the side effects are. Because there's a lot of side effects. And are you willing that if any of those side effects happen, that you're willing? Or is there an alternative that I can use? Okay, Google Seresto. It's S-E-R-E-S-T-O. Read up on the 1,700 deaths and 75,000 incident report. And uh, if you and then read the ingredients. And if you are okay with what the, what the side effects can be, then it's your, it's, it's your call. But there's no way am I, I touching that. I don't put any chemicals on in me. And also, too, heads up, now that the the, the land is opening up, uh, uh, you got to remember a lot of the puppies that were gotten during the winter have no idea 
what grass is, what mud is. All they know is frozen tundra. <laughs> and so uh, I'm getting a lot of calls this week of puppies that are ba- going backwards on potty training. Oh, okay. Or yes. they're looking for that one tiny little snow spot oh. in the yard to relieve themselves because that is what they're used to underneath sure. their feet. And so, folks, and then also major digging now for pups that are like, whoa, cool smell. Okay, yes. <laughs> and so, yeah, for the digging, well, you better be outside with your pups. So that you can, they start to date, uh, 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 redirect them type thing. Uh, but th- th- like I said, this is all new to pups that were winter puppies. What spring is? They've never felt it, smelt it, anything in it. <laughs> so you've got to think ahead of the dog so that you, the dog doesn't get into trouble, doesn't dig up stuff that you don't want dug up. And that uh, both potty training, be aware that you're kind of re-potty training the dog because the texture underneath his paws has changed significantly. It sure, went from yes. being on ice cubes to like, what is this underneath my feet? <laughs> so, so yes, yeah, so, so pay attention to the potty training on that, all right? And then, of course, any questions or any calls you got, I'll be happy to answer them at 651-641-1071. Okay, let's start right off the bat. Who's up? Perfect. Yes, we have Chris, and she has a question about uh, ACL t- uh, tear in her dog. Okay. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Hey, Katie. Hanging in there. Good. What's, uh, what kind of pupper? Oh, I've sent you a picture before. She's my goofy... Max Lily, she is 50% German short hair on mom's side, full breast German short hair. And dad was a poodle papillon mix. Well, how many pounds is the dog? 23. 23 pounds, okay. Okay, and how <laughs> old? like a, a mini German short yeah. hair, but a poodle head. <laughs> that would be quite um, interesting. <laughs> okay. She's 12 and a half. She's 12 and a half years? Yeah. Okay, so what's going on? So December 22nd. She tore her ACL in an accident. She right. was um, off leash because it was going to snow the next day. So I thought, we'll go out one more time, mm-hmm. let her run around. And she took off the other way from me and didn't see a sewer grate. Oh. And her left rear leg went down the grate and she kept going. So she totally tore oh her my. ACL. Okay. Yeah, it was bad. It was screaming. And oh, so tears. It was a trauma. <laughs> yes, tear, yes. Not a jumping oh, dog yeah. thing. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. So here's the thing. And, you know, I haven't been able to listen just because of things have been. I was working Saturday, Sunday up till now. Um, as you know, I'm sure everybody knows that that world is slammed with the pandemic. Yep. And it took me seven weeks to get surgery. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, of course, she developed quite a good adaption to the injury by just using three legs right um she had surgery february 9th mm-hmm. and she had the because she's smaller mm-hmm. she had the kind where it's a different kind where they really kind of go in there and just sew it right more they don't anyway i don't know the technical name for what he did he did a wonderful job however you know she's almost 13 now mm-hmm. wow and, um, yeah, recuperation isn't going really great. I just wanted to know, have you had any puppers in your world tear an ACL? Yeah, not personally in my world. Lord knows I not know enough people. You know, one thing that uh, when uh, when the vets do 
the surgery, whether it's ACL, whether it's uh, hip, uh, you know, surgery. Mm-hmm. What I don't get is many of them send you home with exercises you need to do with the dog, but mm-hmm. right away the first time you do it, if the dog winces or yelps, as us, you know, us owners, we just melt and we just can't. I can't do that to my dog, and so you kind of like avoid the situation and just hope it will help itself. <laughs> and so what I'd wish that more vets would do is hydrotherapy. And the reason is because that will really, really help regenerate. And then those people know how to get that, you know, whether it's, you know, this hip dysplasia, hip hurt, you know, or other ACL tears, they know what needs to be done to get the dog working in general order. Because nine times out of 10, if one side goes, even if it's from a trauma. Don't in, say it. I know Don't it. But so, it. The, but so that's why what we need to do is try to, you know, the hydrotherapy is awesome. And so that's why that's the best therapy you can do for dogs that have had stuff like this to try to get them reworking, you know, whereas they're not, like you said, she got used to the other side. And so she's probably not putting in much weight on the new side. Nope. Yep. Nope. So here's the thing, Katie, and you're right, and you nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) These are babies. And, um, yeah, I don't tell you how many times I've called and been like, guys, you got to do it. You can do it. You can move it. If she fights you, you got it. You know, she's still on pain meds. You know, it's a, this is, this Traumatic. is something. <laughs> put it there, you know. Yeah. The whole thing. Yep. Um, the only other thing that you they're better. Yeah. The only other thing that you might want to look into is uh, find out, you know, a dog chiropractor. All right. Because oh, also, okay. too, what happens is that, you know, because she's only using three legs and blah, 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 you know, her whole spine and everything is uh, kitty wampus. Yep. So if you find a chiropractor, what they can do is they can help you understand how to do the exercise. Or if you're willing to pay them, like, okay, I'll bring them once a week and you just, you know, I mean, you help me get my dog back into order. All right. Some of the, chi- so that's what you can check into the chiropractic end of it. But definitely she probably could use some adjustments beginning. Begin- because she was using three legs and, you know what I mean, the surgery and the whole kit and caboodle. So that might be something to look into. And then also, too, like I said, I would look into the hydrotherapy. I know there's a place in St. Louis Park, and anybody that's got their ears on. tell me if you know, because here's the thing. I called the surgeon's office. It says right on the sheet they gave me. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Do it. It even says, uh, we can also recommend professional physical therapy assistance. So I call. Oh, well, we don't know anybody. I'm like, what? <laughs> I try, Katie. I you're right. I'm not doing a good enough job. Well, none of us do. And and me, right, and me knowing dogs, I've gone to help some owners. You know, my friends. You know, that needed to. I had to show them how to do it. And even yeah. me, I don't even know that. You know, I, yes, I know the dog, but it's not my own own dog. And I'm even wincing. You know, when they wince and what you know. What I mean, oh. so we're just not. You know, the, that's why you have physical therapists. They just tell you to put your big girl pants on and do oh, it. Yeah. But you know, when does the average owner do it? It's a whole different ball game. And so that's why, like I say, to find out. Uh, well, oh, we want to hold on a sec. We got to run the break, so don't hang yeah. up. We'll come on back. No. All right. Okay. Okay, uh, what do you put in a toaster? We'll be back. Hello, thank you for tuning in and sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate it. Okay, Hope. Okay. What do you put in the toaster? Bread. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. <laughs> uh, your knee jerk is to say toast, but no. You put bread in there Got and it, it becomes toast. Yes, yes. I was like, is it this obvious to me? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. No, nope. ding, ding, yeah. Hey, you're off and running Woo-hoo. for the first one of the day. There yes. you go. Okay, let's go back to Chris. Chris, are you with me? 
Yeah. Hey, Katie, real quick. Yes. People listening won't know this, and you and I both know it because I was reading it. What you started to say is that, and this is right here on the sheet they give you, 30 to 40% of pets that injure their cruciate ligament will suffer the same injury in the opposite limb within one to two years. Yep. Yep. So it's a tough one. It really is. But there again, if you do some good therapy work, chances are that might not come to fruit. So that's why, like I said, the canine hydrotherapy. I know somebody said there's somebody uh, on the north end, but I can't remember if any of my listeners are listening. Can you call and let me know if there's somebody like up in Blaine? But the other one I know of is down down in St. Louis Park. Okay. Yep. And, and then, but so just Google it, you know, hydrotherapy for pets or dogs, you know, in the Twin Cities area. Also, to, um, to help, like I said, I would strongly try to find a chiropractor. Uh, There's a couple, kind of, what area do you live in? I'm Northwest. That's why when you say, and I don't care, honest to gosh, by now, I'll go anywhere to anything. This just has to get better. I was really thinking this was going to help. Right. More than it appears to be. Yeah. And so uh, there's a, it's called Perpetual Motion Chiropractor. You know, but she's in a diner, more right on the border of a diner. I grew up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Perpetual Motion, Dr. Rebecca, I've had her on the show a couple of times. Yeah. There's sure. another, uh, they they have their own clinic, but I do believe somebody said that they float. They will come to your vet clinic. Uh, it's called Chiropractic for Everyone. Chiropractic for everyone. I've heard, I've heard very good things of them. All right. They do pet uh, or dog uh, chiropractic. So so check that out. That's what I would do is get a board with a chiropractor. So then, number one, they can, you know, help the spine, help that, and maybe do some adjustment that will help that leg. And then maybe show you, like, some of the, you know, what, you know, the, the exercises you're supposed to do and how to do it. You know, and that even if you just do a little bit every day, it's, it's better than doing nothing. Uh, so, like I say, yeah, but the, hydro, the hydrotherapy and that, I think, and the chiropractic, and then I hope they, they will help you with that. And then there are some, you can get some, um, uh, I'm going to be talking about this, called J-Flex, J-Flex, okay. and that's from springtimeinc.com, and it's really good as far as for joint supplements. And then for pain, I don't know what they gave you for pain. I would. You don't want to know. Okay, yeah, no. So what I would opt for is Boswellia. Get around Boswellia. You know, I get 12, I have this powder form. It's 1,200 milligrams per scoop. And I get it from microingredients.com. Microingredients.com. It's organic. Okay. And so, uh, so you could try that. I want powdered form because sometimes I have to give it to horse. Sometimes I got to give it to me. And then with the dogs, it's just easier than you know capsules or not capsules, but I mean you know tablets. Right. But What's see, the I, name I, of it again? I wrote but, down micro. I got micro ingredients, together. right? But it's called Boswellia. B O S W E L L I A. And it's, okay. it's twelve hundred milligrams. Humans can take up to like five thousand milligrams of Boswellia. And so for that size dog, and easily, you know, go up to, you know, at least uh, 2,000. So the, uh, because it's all natural, and what, but you can't give Boswellia if there's other anti-inflammatories, okay? So it could only be Boswellia. You can't give other anti-inflammatories, like in, in, in humans, you shouldn't take a leave or anything like that if you're going to take a Boswellia. But that's what yeah. I would try to do is, is nick the pain, help the pain with naturally uh, yeah. instead of with drugs. Because sometimes... Yeah, she's off the anti-inflammatory. She's on Duramax for okay. months. Okay. Because once she injured it, that's, you know... And I had to jump on them because she has diminished liver function. And they were giving her one of them that affects liver. Right. So you got to be all over all yes, of Yes, you do. You have to be... 
You, exactly. Yeah. You don't be a drone. You got to be just like for our he- health too. You know, our healthy, we have to ask questions. We have to look up. Okay, you're going to put me on this drug. I look at the side effects. You ain't touching me with that. I'm going to look into yeah. the holistic world and see what I can find. <laughs> but right. so that's the whole thing is that you're, you're good ab- about that. But like I say, what I would do, hydrotherapy, Google that. Like I said, if any of my listeners know of hy- the hydrotherapy, I should make a list of that because th- I'm almost positive somebody said there might be three of them now in the Twin Cities. Cool. And why there isn't more. I, anybody out there want to start a business? <laughs> yeah, do the please. hydrotherapy. There you go. You, but you know, it. it's odd that I call the surgeon's office that says contact us. And they're like, yeah, there's nobody around. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. That's supposed to help so much. How can you have no contact? Yes. So anybody hears, please, I would appreciate it. Oh, yeah. I will Google it too. But if anyone knows or has used one, and I'll be listening the rest of the day here. Yeah, yeah. And I'll I do would really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, and then them too, like if they you can't call into the show, just send me an email either through my talk, you know, just go to my show okay. page and so send me. And so if you've got any information on hydrotherapy or people that are, you know, therapy for dogs that have gone through the hip to surgeries or the ACLs and such. So we'll get them all, we'll get it all together for everybody because apparently Thank other people you. aren't. <laughs> well, yeah, good luck. I appreciate your help. Good luck. Good luck. It's Thank no fun. You, you bet. Take care. Right. Bye-bye. No, yeah. Bye-bye. But yeah, it's, it, it's tough. But, uh, and then like I say, when the lakes open up and stuff like that, the best thing is to get your dog swimming, get them in a pool, uh, you know, get the, because it's non weight bearing exercise and at least get those, uh, you know, those, the joints moving, everything moving. And, uh, and you just, it, you can't go wrong. Just like with humans, you know, if you can do weight bearing, non weight bearing there, you can say that it, that it would be the best way to do it. So yeah, it's, it's, it's craziness, but we that's what we got. And see what I had mentioned, J Flex. J Flex. It's at springtimeinc.com. And while we're on that subject, you know, for the thunderstorms, they have also have it's called Stress Free Calm Plex. Stress Free Calm Plex. Okay, for thunderstorms or just kind of a, a dogs that are a little kind of over the edge, or a little bit nervous and such like that. And it's all natural. And you can get it so between joint you know, supplement, which is J-Flex. And then they, they have dog, horses, and humans uh, supplements. It's really a cool site. So go to springtimeinc.com. Okay? Okay, where are we at, the Miss, Miss Hope? Yes, we will take Mary, and she has a couple questions. We do have a couple minutes here, so I'll let her get started. Okay, sounds good. Okay, hey, Mary, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. What's going on? Yeah, I have a couple questions. I, like my dog, over the pandemic, yeah. these last months I've gained weight. Okay. I'm on a diet. Okay. I think he needs to take maybe 5 to 10 pounds off. Okay. He normally weighs about 50. So do I just half his food? Or, like, he gets two cups a day with a little salmon oil over it. Right. Um, should I cut the salmon oil out and maybe just do... A no, hon, leave the salmon oil in. They need that for the omega-3s and 6s, and that's not the fattening part. The big thing is when you when you know cut back on the dog's food. I don't like using diet foods or anything like that. Right. What it is is that with dry kibble food, there's 50 to 60% carbs. Carb turns into sugar, sugar turns into fat. All right. Mm-hmm. So if a dog really needs to lose weight kind of sort of fast, I tell people to put them on like a dehydrated diet, you know, like Sojo's because it doesn't have the carbs in it. All right. Mm-hmm. As What's much. What's the name of it? It's Sojo's. S-O-J-O. 
Mm-hmm. There's other dehydrated diets out there, but also too. But if you don't want to do that, you want to stay with your food. What you're going to do is that you take, you say you're feeding two cups a day. Right. Okay. One how, in the morning and one at night. Okay. And then uh, how many treats in between? Oh, he gets a greenie. Uh, yeah, we're gonna throw that out. You want you want to get rid of stuff? <laughs> That's the first thing you're getting rid of. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what you could do is give him some cauliflower to chew on, uh, some oh. broccoli, some Brussels sprouts. Well, I don't like Brussels sprouts, but anyway, give him a carrot to chew on. That's the best thing to do, right there. Okay. Okay. Now, how many pounds is your dog? He's about well now he's probably about sixty, but normally he's fifty. Okay. Why don't you hold on to that? When we come back, we will discuss getting weight off. Okay. Okay. Go hang out. All right, I am heavy, I am a heavy word, but backwards I am not. What am I? Be back. Hot diggity, dog diggity. Um, did you say the S word? You said the S word. Oh, I was like, You said no. snow. Yeah, mix some snow and drizzle. Uh, what was it? Saturday, I think it was, or <laughs> Friday? I can't remember. Uh, they woke up. The kids woke up, you know, up in Alaska, and then, mom, mom, it snowed, it snowed. And so uh, the middle one, he runs, grabs a really go, runs outside in the skivvies, and comes back in. <laughs> We got 17 inches. What? <laughs> my daughter goes, yeah, right. She gets a ruler, goes out there, 17 inches on the dot. And it was so funny. So really? they got 17 inches. Wow. And so they were showing, you know, uh, like snowballing the drive and the kids were just having a ball. I'm sure they were okay. having fun. Oh, yes. Yeah, they were just having a ball. And then what Denver was supposed to get two to three feet. I guess uh, that's from that same storm. Okay. And that's what we're supposed to get tomorrow. That's the tail that's, end. Okay. Uh, whereas it's kind of combed down a little bit <laughs> by getting here. But they have it up in uh, Anchorage. They had hardly any snow, uh, any. But if you went 60 miles north, they went up there to go uh, fishing. Whole, whole difference. She says, oh my Lord, when they were going down the road, the tunnels that go through the snow was, they have a van. Okay. And th- it was like they were going through a tunnel that the snow on the sides were like almost up to the top of the side oh, of the wow. windows. She said it was almost uh, like, you. Uh, how do you want to feel it? Uh, claustrophobic yeah, feeling. Yeah, you know, type definitely. Thing. Yeah, she said it was just <laughs> crazy. So anyway, but yeah, so, uh, so yeah, the S word. Oh, don't worry, hey folks, remember last, what is it, April 10th of last year? Well, I think we, we didn't get any snow in March, and I think it was April 10th, we got almost a foot of snow last year. It melted in three days, but still we got it. So we're, we're not done yet. We we got a little bit to go, so don't don't worry about it. See, I love it when it rains or snows, and that's why I'll never be a Floridian or an Arizonian, is because I need the weather to tell me to go in the house and do something. Because if it's nice outside, I'm spending all my time outside, and I don't want to do anything inside, like dust or vacuum or laundry. <laughs> but anyway, okay, where are we at? We're going back to Mary. Mary. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, we forgot to do, yeah. Okay, I am heavy. I am a heavy word, but backwards I am not. What am I? Mm, I'm. I don't know. Ton, T O N, and then backwards oh, it's not N O T. Heavy word, but backwards I'm not. There we go. Okay, so I almost I almost oh, forgot about that. Let's go back to Mary. Mary, are you there? I am. Okay, so so the big thing is is that you don't feed either by how old is your dog? 
He's 12. 12, okay, yeah. Okay, uh, so you don't feed according to what the dog weighs because he's overweight. <laughs> okay, right. and then once a dog gets to be about four or five years old, their system comes to a screaming halt, and it takes very little to feed for them to maintain. It's kind of like, as I use the analogy for myself, when I was 20, I, I liked a peanut butter parfait. When I was 30, I did a, a, a Sunday. When I was medium Sunday. When I was 40, I did a large cone. When I was 50, I did a small cone. When I turned 60, I just drove past the Dairy Queen, and the calories <laughs> just jumped right into the truck. And so that's the problem as dogs get older, and people have a tendency, even though it looks like you're not feeding them much, they don't need much, all right, mm-hmm. to maintain. So what you're going to do is if you're feeding, uh, what, two cups? Yeah. Okay, so what I would this is what I would do if this was my dog. I would go to a uh, like three-quarters a cup in the morning, and a half a cup at night. Always feed a light dinner. It's kind of like if we <laughs> if we eat a pizza a piece of pizza before we go to bed when we're older, guaranteed a pound in the morning. All right. So you always make sure there is less stuff at the end of the day. So during the day, even if they don't walk around, it doesn't it doesn't mean they have to be exercise, exercise, exercise. But you want to, you know, keep them a little, you know, get them a little bit busy. But also too though, if they're overweight quite a bit and ten pounds is huge overweight. What what it is is that uh you know you gotta be careful on the exercise so you don't blow something, you know, like the ACL right. or whatever type thing. No fetching games when they're overweight like that, because that will blow ACL. If you want to lob a where the dog just kind of trots out, gets it and trots back Okay, fine. But none of this dead run stuff to go get something, slam on the brakes, pivot and power off to come back. Because like I say, you, you wanna, they, don't, they have to get rid of some of the weight uh, they're, that they're carrying. So go to like three quarters of a cup in the morning and then a, a half a cup in the, in the evening. All right. And then um, uh, what you could do if he seems a little bit hungry, then you can add a little bit of canned pumpkin to it because that's high in fiber. So it makes mm-hmm. you feel fuller. You could add some veggies like green peas, green beans, cauliflower, broccoli you know a little bit of that but the whole thing is is that at no more processed treats you're just going right. to be natural in between you know like veggies and such like that okay and the sojo is a food yes and what it is is dehydrated it's like army rations okay. and so you what you do like a tetan or like uh, Chuck and Don. Oh, yes, yes. And then okay. what you can do is it's usually two cups water to one cup product. And what I usually do is I make enough for probably about four days. And then I don't put as much water in it so that when I take it out of the bucket, you know, and put it into the dish, I add a little bit of hot water to it to, to bring mm-hmm. it to room temperature and to finish rehydrating it. Okay. And you got to make sure you get it. Question. You got to make sure you get complete because there's okay. ones where you can add your meat and then there's ones right. that have the meat in it. So, and they got different. You know, get okay. smaller bags and get different, like uh, turkey, beef, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, what else? My other question is I put a dog down about two days ago, and oh. this dog is, like, totally lost. You bet. What do I do? Just take him out on more walks? Well, you just got to entertain him, teach him some tricks, get him busy, you know, mind games, hi, uh, hide some, uh, uh, like maybe when he starts eating more veggies, hide them around the house so he's got to go find them. Take him out for a car ride. To, yeah, because now... Was it okay when you when the oh, when you got this dog? How, was it a puppy? Oh no, I got him from from the humane society. Okay, okay. He was probably about 
Nine. Okay, okay, okay. No problem. Because usually if puppies, they have a tendency to bond to the existing dogs and people don't realize that. But yeah, there's the, the packs had shifted. You know, he all of a sudden, okay, where's mm-hmm. my buddy? And so the whole thing, and uh, so yeah, just entertain his mind a little bit more. Teach a trick. That's good when you start using the brain power and not necessarily physical power. Because mm-hmm. then he's going to be more tired mentally and he's going to take more naps. And uh, then he won't. And, but don't recoil going, oh, there, there, I know I miss him too. You know, when you can see him kind of being kind of droopy, just clap your hands and say, hey, what, what should we do now? You know, become the cheerleader, all right? You're okay. going to have your days that you're sad and blue, and then he'll come and comfort you. Boy, look at that, I'm a poet. But anyway, and and then there's, but like I said, when you see him kind of being droopy, just clap your hands. Don't recoil, okay? Don't go, oh, there, there, we'll get through this. Because then the dog now, he feels bad. Now he feels your sad how can he make i'm sad you're sad oh what do i do about this mess <laughs> okay because right. the dogs want to please us if we you know are off and so that's why they're gonna have he's gonna have his time it's gonna take you know uh, a while at least a couple two three weeks every dog is different they do grieve just like you know like humans do and there's no mm-hmm. limit on grief no limit mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. he should be over it in two weeks no but anyway so yeah yeah so i'm sorry for your loss but uh also too though like i say just to, don't just kind of just move things along. Just stay perky, positive as best you can. And if you're having a downtime, you know, man, go go in the car, crank up the tunes, you know, try to get through it, and then come back in the house. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, thank you. You okay, bet, kiddo. Thanks, Good luck. Bye bye. There you go. Yeah, anytime you're trying to get weight off of dogs, you want to make sure you cut it back. And then, uh, but see, sometimes the processed foods are more carbs, and so that turns into sugar. So sometimes it's harder to get the waistline. But the biggest thing is to cut back on food. You know, cut it back and see how it goes, okay? Uh, that's the, uh, so if you're just going to stay with, like, uh, heads up, Mary, if you just want to stay with the dry food that you have, you know, just cut it back to what I said, three quarters in the morning and a quarter at night, or half at night. But now if you're going to go to the dehydrated food, that might be a little bit different because there's not as much calorie in it so you're gonna have to go and anytime what you want to do is you want to feel the dog once a week okay feel your cat once a week stand them up and run your fingers from the shoulder from the front rib along the casing of the ribs into a waistline to the last rib and you should feel the casing without pushing but no gaps all right but the older dogs the muscles atrophy a little bit so their spine sticks up a little bit such like that there's a different feel but there again you, there's a difference between and you'll figure feel that out <laughs> but the big thing is is feel your dogs now every sunday when i get home i stand my dogs ethel and gilligan and i feel the front rib to this to the waistline and if you feel a bit fluffy this week then i'm going to cut back and then next sunday when i feel them oh that was right you know because every week is different movement right you know if you had like during the cold snap nobody moved on to 40 below no you know we kind of stayed home <laughs> right and so anyway so every week is different and that's why you want to get used to feeling your dog and cat as you are bumping your feet down you know so that and cats cannot lose weight quickly because otherwise they can get fatty liver disease okay so you have to make sure that you t- stay in steady whereas you the biggest thing with cats if you want them to lose weight you get them off of all the dry food and put them on good grain-free canned food and Nutrisource have got seven flavors now grain free that has no chicken because some dog or some cats are getting chicken allergies because there was chicken and everything right so set nutrisource has got seven flavors so i was so happy our formulas i should say 
uh, and that, that with no chicken because I kept bugging him because I've got my Walters at chicken sensitivity. Okay. And his eyes just get goobered up oh. and just, yeah, 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 it is not good when he, I could tell, you know, uh, when I, I, there was one time I read the label and it didn't look like any chicken. Right. Well, then I looked down and here it was, uh, they had chicken fat in it. Okay. So it's just kind of like, well, we can't use that one. <laughs> but anyway, so Nutrisource has got seven without that. And then also canned sardines is really good in water for the omega threes and sixes for both cats and dogs. So there's a lot of things you can do. Okay, where are we at? Oh, we should go to break first. Okay, yes. go to break first, and then we'll come back. Take get you. you take, oops. Okay, wait a minute. I got to turn my page. <laughs> okay, no, we didn't have anything on that page. Well, here I got a page. Here we go. Okay, what bird lifts the most? What bird lifts the most? We'll be back. I just made you. Alrighty then. Hey, is tonight the Grammys? Is yes, it is. Good? Oh, is it? It is tonight. Okay. okay, I didn't didn't know that. I thought I heard that somewhere. I've been kind of staying away from TV because it's trying to drive me over the edge. Are you still watching all your movies and all that oh, stuff? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, we do in my movies. Good. We're doing that. And so I've been watching Columbo lately <laughs> and then Touched by an Angel. That's like, yeah, one of your favorites, isn't Touched it? By, Touched by an Angel is, yes, one yes. of my all-time favorites, so... And the Golden Girls. Oh, I, got I love full, the Golden yeah, Girls. I got the oh full side, a set of Golden Girls. And uh, yeah. Okay, what bird can lift the most? Okay, I love this. And I have to give credit to a listener. Okay. She helped me out. Yay. And she said the crane. Ding, 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 yes. ding, ding, ding. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's great. Yep. So the true. crane. Look at that. Thank thank you, listeners, yes, for helping you. out Hope. We want Hope to, and, and that's awful nice of <laughs> Sometimes you, Sometimes I need it. But no, it is awful nice of you to, instead of just saying, the answer and just thinking like you solved this no. all by yourself, you know. So that's very nice that you I give get the some, listeners credit. Yes, that's, that's definitely. Awesome. So, and thank you, listeners, for for jumping in and rolling up your sleeve and helping her out. And then now we've gotten how many calls about? Okay, a few calls right now. I'm getting a list okay. and um, of about the- hydrotherapy. Correct. Okay, good, 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 good. So hopefully then if I get the the list, I'll put it on my website, my KDK9 website under radio show topics. Okay, great. As well, I'll put it, okay? So as she equates the list, and so this is for hydrotherapy. If your dog has had uh, hip surgery, ACL surgeries, any kind of joint surgery, that hydrotherapy is huge, just huge. So, like, again, I wish somebody, if you, everybody's looking for more, like, businesses to get into. Right now, the two big businesses that you would really kick some serious butt in is a groomer because of all the doodles around. Right. Okay. And then also teaching people. And all groomers, please, please, can you help me out with this? When you get the dogs in for a grooming, and it's going to help you, too. Please show the people, the customers, what brushes they need for that coat. And the big thing is how to use it correctly. Because then the groomer's job is made easier. Right. Because the owner is doing it correctly mm-hmm. and they don't have a matted mess when it gets to the groomer. And then it's going to cost even more money, you know, to when the dog, groomer has to take more time with that particular dog. So groomers out there, please take the time. If the, your customers don't even ask, say, you know what? This is a, these are the tools that you need and keep it simple because most owners don't want a lot, but keep it simple. Maybe one or two different brushes that will help, you know, the overall teach them how to use those, you know, those uh, tools. And then all you guys that have got the doodle coats and chooses to keep them in a little bit longer form this is serious where you got it it's at least every day if not every other day for sure you're running a comb through them and now with with the wet weather the front legs and the chest and the underbelly is what's going to get more knotted and tangled because it gets wet 
All right, so then you get the mats in there. Now, what I did learn from a groomer a while back is you take a spray bottle, okay, and then you put some water in it and then put some uh, Espana conditioner in it. And that's a, a, a dog, really good shampoo okay. and conditioner that you can buy, Espana, E-S-P-A-N-A, and it's a Minnesota company, too. Oh, nice. Okay, so then you put a little bit of the conditioner in there and then you kind of mix it up. Now, when the dog comes in with a wet belly, wet, wet leg, wet... I can talk. <laughs> Wet chest. There we go. What you do is spritz. Don't soak. Just spritz it when they first get in. Okay. And then t- right, take the comb through it. Right. And so then you will alleviate those tangles. Okay. All right. So that's a little tip from a dog trainer. About Very nice. <laughs> so anyway. Okay. Where are we at? We have Janice on the line and she has a question about heartworm. All right. Heartworm. Hi, Janice. How you doing? I'm doing okay, but I tried to write a few notes so I don't, you know, waste my time okay. or your time. Okay, okay. But I was listening to you way before I even owned a dog. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, no, no, you don't need to. Okay. Uh, I find you just uh, so far and beyond. Oh, well, thank but, you. I won't be uh, able to I get out of the studio. My head won't fit through the door. <laughs> <laughs> that is wonderful i mean it is but i'm a believer in titter testing okay yep tighter t-i-t-e-r tighter testing tighter okay tighter tighter yes okay i agree yep but you know i have a boxer dog and his name is cash oh nice and um i I, is heartworm really a necessary necessary shot sorry okay it's not a shot it's the pills well they do have a shot do not get the shot if you're going to do anything with heartworm you do the the monthly pill if you choose to do that okay don't okay. get the shot you consider that necessary well i'm not a fan <laughs> i live in hugo land of ten thousand uh, swamps with a trillion mosquitoes and i have i've been out there for 40 years i myself have never given heart you know, guard or anything like that. But I do have them tested. And so some of the people that, you know, I try to do, because the stuff that you're giving them, like the once a month pill, and I've gotten my butt kicked by some people that have sent me emails about this, you know. And uh, it, it's everybody's uh, choice. But I try to empower people that when you give the, that, that tablet, monthly tablet, that is not a preventative. That is the chemical that's put into the uh, dog's system in case he gets bit by a mosquito that carries the larva for heartworm in case mm-hmm. all right so i would rather be uh uh like i say have the blood drawn and if my dog tests p- t- positive because if you catch it in the early stages it's it, you know i mean it's, it's easier to treat if you have it yep. if you catch it like five years later where the worms had a chance to multiply and multiply now we got a problem so that's now why gotta- yeah and so that's why you know there are some people that because te- uh, when the dog gets bit by the the mosquito that carries the heartworm, it takes ninety days to show up in a um, in a in a test. All right, and so there are some people that are really worried about you know that they want to catch it in case they do it right in time. So there are some people that have blood drawn every spring or every six months to test for the heartworm, but they, because they don't want to give the preventative or not the preventative the medicine. All right, yep. and so yeah, so yep. you, you just got to decide. Uh, da, uh, Dana uh, that runs or, and does articles for uh, dogs naturally magazine dot com. She did four great. 
great articles about heartworm. And so I don't want people to do as I do or do as I say. I want to try to empower people to read up on it, know the enemy, and then make the decision that you are most comfortable with. All right. Can, can, can I ask you a personal question? Do you titter test your dog? Tighter. Yep. Tighter. 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 I did when I first got, yeah. Well, no. Uh, see, now mine are 13 and 16. And so uh, they suggest with the tighter testing, do it at about three, four years old. And then you should be good to go. If all your, all the antibodies comes back, then everything should be, you know, be okay to the, to the end of your dog's life. That's the norm. All right. And so I you, listen to you very carefully because, you know, the, the veterinarians don't want to listen to that word. Tighter. Tighter. Yeah, tighter. Now. Well, yeah. see, well, I really wish, and if any vets are listening, because it used to be with heartworm, uh, they had to send, draw the blood and send it out to be tested to see uh-huh. if, uh, you know, your dog had heartworm. Then so many people asked for it. They got the in clinic heartworm testers. Okay. So they could tell in clinic. And that's what I uh-huh. wish more and more vets would do now is get, I know they're, uh, they, they owe a lots of money. They, you know, for their clinics, for their equipment, for their, their education. Sure. I get this. And it's just one more thing to buy and one more debt to cure. But I, it's to me, it's so important about titer testing that I uh-huh. wish that the clinics, instead of saying, you know, come in for your vaccinations, that you uh-huh. come in for a wellness check because only your vet can feel and hear, you know, things that might go off, you know, be not be off, I should say. And so, and then, like I say, do a tighter testing at three or four years old, see where everything, you know, whether it's rabies, parvo, or distemper, and uh, and go from there. But, you know, I just don't understand why they don't. Well, I do and don't, if that makes any sense. Like I said, the cost factor well, and stuff. I don't think any of us understand anymore. None of us do. Right. I mean, why can't we, the bars are open to people, you know, to come in and eat. And why can't that? I, I stutter when I just can't even understand. Yeah. I cannot walk into my veterinarian office with my dog. Yeah. Yep. Because I don't understand. Yeah. No, I get it. No, I don't get that either. Uh, yeah. Because they're trying to keep their staff healthy, healthy because there's limited staff. So if they get and I don't know now that the bars are opened yet, yeah, I don't know. They're waiting for the veterinary industry to open that up. And so that's why at first it was for the, the wellness of the, the, the people in there, because if somebody got sick and the whole clinic, then the whole clinic would have to, you know, shut down. But now that things are, uh, things are opening up. Veterinarians in there anymore. I think veterinarians only answer from their phones. That's what I, I figured out. That's a, that could be, but like I said, we need them. They're good. The the majority of them are really, you know, in our corner, but, uh, like I said, I just wish they would do wellness chats and not push the shots and such like that. But I also know they got bills to pay and things to do. And I don't know. That's it. You know, we're all learning. I've rearranged my Katie canine, you know, the way I used to do to what I, and I really actually like the way I rearranged it instead of weekly classes and stuff like that. And I think I'm going to keep it the kind of the protocol that I am right now. But uh, yeah, it's, it's because there's only one of me. If I would get sick, (laughs) <laughs> you know, no classes for a while. So that's why I haven't started weekly, weekly classes. I just do a one-time hour-and-a-half class. But anyway, well, I can't thank you. Anything else there, kiddo? I, I, I just so listened to you because when you told me about putting a leash on my dog so he won't jump on people. Okay. And when people, uh, nobody comes to my house. We're all on um, house arrest. We know that. But putting that leash on my dog, like you said, and then stand on that leash. It was 
Good. Oh, good, good. Well, well the break's going to hit us in the face here, so thank you so much for your call, and thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Okay, can you 